Welcome all podcast listeners to our very first episode of the Negative Fantasy Football Podcast. Yes, I know we've been talking about it for a while. We're finally sitting down and doing it. A podcast for the Negative Fantasy Football League. This is a league where you're trying to score the lowest rather than the highest. Danny Watson here with me as always. Michael Spangler. Michael, how you doing today? Is it, you feeling you feeling negative today? You feeling like a I feel I feel fantastic. Loser? I yeah, I cannot wait to go through week three. First week of the season, huge week, some some great scores. Can't wait to break it all down. You know, I'm just really excited to get this started. Absolutely. So negative fantasy football. Some of, some of you may be asking, what is that? Why even do it? Well, the truth be told is. This is for a couple reasons. One, me and Michael, too dominant in real fantasy football. We put up too high of scores, so this is a new challenge for us. Can we get down and try to score lower than everybody else? Secondly, we've got a Bengals fan in me. We have a Browns fan in Michael Spangler here. So we never get to really play our players That's right. in real fantasy football. I mean, they never score all that high. So it's a way for us to interact with our own team. We're seasoned vets when it comes to watching mediocrity. Watching losers is kind of the name of the game here, so... Uh, let's break down what what the league what is what is it how does it work what how does how does the scoring work how does it make sense Mike want you to let us all know what the, the scoring breakdown is for this league and, and how it's all put together well so as as the name implies you want to do the worst it's the reverse it's the opposite of regular fantasy football so you want to score the least amount of points well you might say well I just start someone who isn't getting any points who gets zeros I have plenty of those that you start well if you start a player with who doesn't record a catch who doesn't record a reception they will score a 10 point penalty at the end of the week and and you accrue two or three of those 10 point penalties and you're you're not going to win the week so there's a 10 point penalty for all players that score zero all turnovers are negative three points so a, a small bump there quarterbacks we had to we had to nerf a little bit so every incompletion thrown by a quarterback is half a point is negative half a point every catch every run is 0.1 points makes it easier to go back and, and track who was actually participating in the game and then we've done some real weird stuff here to some of the kick we've added we have kickers that do weird things we have punters in the league because if you're going to have a negative fantasy football league you might as well make it real weird and then we even threw head coaches in there so how do those positions work well, kickers are pretty pretty basic. If they miss a, uh, an extra point, it's negative five, so that's a big penalty. Harsh. You want you want those kickers that are that are missing the easy easy extra points. Um, any field goal from zero to thirty nine yards is negative three. Uh, Forty to forty nine yards is negative two, and and fifty plus is negative one. So you're looking for the misses, obviously. Cause we're trying to score low. Punters not in any league. Um, so we we really flipped them on our head. Punters are are the ones you really want to capitalize on. Punters have the opportunity to score a ton of points for your league. A ton of negative points. A ton of so negative we've, points. We've taken the punters and made them the heroes. You know, we're truly trying to flip at the league on its head. So punters are the champs here. They can actually get you a lot of negative points. So how does that work? Every point or every punt kicked is half a point. If they kick it inside the 20, that's negative one point. They kick it inside the 10, it's negative three points. And a touchback, obviously not good for the punter, it's going to be one point. So you actually want your punter to punt well. You want a lot of punts inside the 10, inside the 20, and that will help you get more negative. That's how we've set up the scoring. And head coach, that's pretty simple. That's just uh, going to be the point margin they lose by. So if you lose a lot, your team loses by a lot of points, you'll go up to negative five. If your team dominates and wins a lot, you'll end up gaining points. You're trying to pick the team that's going to lose and the head coach is assigned to that team. So 
that's how the scoring works here. Now we're gonna break down kind of what we saw in week three, which is the first week of our negative fantasy football season. We like to give a couple week buffer so we can find out who the true losers are before we do a draft. So we're gonna break it down here. We got the vote of the week, which is the worst of all time of the week player, just generally the worst player, the guy who got the most negative. We have the who the fuck is that guy award. Now this is a guy who is coming out of the blue you started him because you didn't know who it was. He looked like he was only going to get a catch or two. It ends up blowing up and destroying your week. We have the dankest D for the defense that gives up the most points and helps your team the most by going the most negative. We have the feat of defeat, a special award for the punters and kickers. They play a big role. Punters and kickers, heavy league. Oh, I mean, those are the guys can really shank some for you and help your team get off to a great start. We have the natural negatives, where we run through all of the players who ended with negative points. Specifically being a running back quarter, or a running back tight end or wide receiver. Quarterbacks often go negative with all the interceptions, but it's truly, truly special if you can get a running back, a wide receiver, or a tight end to finish negative for the week. I mean, they got to rush for negative yards, or they got to get a fumble or something. You it's, know? it's very rare, and, and we definitely have to celebrate those heroes. Absolutely. And then we have the one of my favorite awards. We have the worst of the best. These are players that you would star in any normal league. You got, you know, high flyers, people that are putting up 20 a week, and they just somehow shit the bed on you, and they could have been a great fan, a great reverse fantasy start, but you never would have played them. So the worst of the best for people willing to take that risk on, on someone they think might just randomly bomb. And then uh, at the end of the podcast here, we'll wrap up with the game of the week. So what is going to be the most interesting game to watch for reverse fantasy? Generally, these are the worst teams in the league that have a lot of terrible players that are going to do jack shit and we will look to see what game features the most of those players so Get let's be excited for week four you know you want to oh, tune yeah. in you want to where do you know where are you gonna watch you know i want to see this fantastic reverse fantasy oh, what yeah. games do i want to pay attention to where where is that mediocrity really shining yes absolutely i mean this is uh, clearly a podcast for some football addicts anyway so you know you're watching you're watching that jets uh, broncos oh, game you're watching gosh. these games you want to know who uh who, who Tim Parker is? What's oh, he doing? Brett Ripkin. Brett Ripkin. Brett Ripkin. Let it Ripkin. He let it rip for three picks at the oh, end of the he, game. Oh, what a start! Very impressive. All right, so let's get into the the vote of the week, the worst of all time of the week. Who do we got here, Michael? Just blowing everyone out of the water this week. Rigoberto Sanchez. I know you guys all know him, the punter for the Indianapolis Colts, with a huge negative 10 for the week. Now, we went back to see exactly what his punts were, and we couldn't quite track how he got negative 10. There, there seems to be a scoring error, but a big negative production nonetheless. Yeah, so. very interesting here. I mean, there, and maybe the, the, the watchers at home can chime in and, and send a text to one of us, but we were only able to count the way he got to negative 7 via his actual punting. A lot of punts inside the 10. Wonder if there was a mysterious fumble in there. Was did he did he get in on a trick play? Did he throw a pick? You know, send uh, Michael or I a text if you find out why Rigoberto Sanchez ended up in a negative ten error there. Yeah, even at negative seven, he's still he's still you know putting up huge huge negative points. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have Dwayne Haskins, quarterback yes, Dwayne for Haskins. the Washington Football Team. He went twenty one of thirty seven for two twenty four, three picks, one fumble, a truly horrendous game. Oh, I was awful. I was able to watch every beautiful turnover watching my Cleveland Browns yeah. you know, come up big so uh, he looks really bad 
Yeah, Dwayne Haskins was was awful last year when we first started this league. He was a you know was a top pick this year in the draft. Rightfully so. Everyone wanted that QB is going to be uh, you know he's a Jameis Winston type without the boom. Right. You no, know, he's, he's all bust. He's the dream. I mean, he's yeah, yeah. There's a reason he's a first round draft pick. Yeah. So he ended up with a score of negative two point six four, and a lot of thanks to those four turnovers. Incompletions can mount too. So with a sixteen incompletion, a lot of negativity there. So definitely a contender. And anytime your quarterback can go negative, because that's a position that you can accidentally step into some big points. Yeah. If you get like a Sam Darnold ripping off a fifty-yard TD run. Yeah, you're never going to see those coming. So you're you're always happy when your quarterback's low and, and you, you shoot for those negative games. Yeah. Um, last year for the Woad of the Week, we have Taysom Hill. So you, you know, you diehard fans are going to know that Taysom Hill is a top quarterback drafted in this league and this year he was changed to tight end very big controversy in the offseason changed to tight end so he's he's still a good start i mean he finished with negative two this week he had two carries and a catch uh seven yards and a fumble so he didn't have a great game finished with negative two uh rounding out our woe of the week but i mean people in this league are familiar with Taysom Hill. Oh, yeah, he's, Taysom he's a Hill. he's a very common start. He was a, he was a good pick last year because he was listed as that quarterback, and you can only imagine how pumped Drew Brees is to watch Mormon Tebow come in and fumble the ball immediately. I mean, that's truly some woat of the week performance was, there. Yeah, to end with negative two, and yes, a tight end still valuable, and a, a lot of controversy around that pick. So, who, who do we got here, Michael? Who do you think? And out of Rigoberto's got the big negative numbers, but he's a punter. He's supposed to be getting negative. That's right. We got Dwayne Haskins, a true QB, out there really slinging the ball, and he's going negative two point six four. I mean, this is a, a guy. If if those in- interceptions are actually touchdowns, that is a an insane performance. So he's like really shining yeah. as a quarterback yeah. to throw to have four turnovers. And then you have Taysom Hill, the sleeper pick. He does nothing in the game, but comes in and has that big fumble for the fantasy uh, negative fantasy players and ends up negative. So I mean, a lot of competition here. Who do you think? I, I'm leaning towards Ergoberto. He was on, you know, the waiver wire in a lot of leagues, not owned by many people. Um, and just that, that negative 10 is huge. That's, I mean, that's as good a week as you're ever going to see from a player. And even, even with the scoring error, even without that, he's got a negative seven. I mean, anytime you're over negative five, that's kind of the threshold for those defenses that we see. So I, negative 10 is just too, too big for me to ignore. That's a game winning performance. I, I th- I'm afraid I have to agree with you here. I mean, I really, I really like do seeing a, a good QB that the Bengals passed over bomb and do awful. Yeah. And you have all the fans that were crying, crying, why don't they draft Wayne Hansen? He looks great. He's never looked great. Right. He will never look great. And then good news, he, it looks like they're going to stick with him for a while. Yeah. I mean, you can pencil him in for six, seven more games before, you know, Ron Rivera maybe moves to Alex Smith or someone. So just, yeah. you know, keep keep him plugged into your lineup. He's um, he's going to do really well for you. Absolutely. And, and as soon as you start hearing whispers of the corpse of Alex Smith, you better get the waiver wire ready. Yep. Because that is a great QB to come in and throw an interception and get injured and leave. Those, those are some key plays that's, there. That's a huge play from any player. Any player who comes in, does a very minimal amount, and then is a quick injury. Those are those are people you want to target on the waivers. Absolutely. So, what of the week? I think it's Rigoberto Sanchez from both of us. I, I think he earned it here. Let's move on to who the fuck is that guy? Now, who the fuck is this guy? we got three <laughs> guys here. I know one of the names. It's not maybe technically not a who the fuck is that guy, but he is definitely not a fantasy football star yet. So, he was started in a lot of leagues here. Um, we, who do we got here, Michael? We had some huge performances 
for the Who the Fuck is That Guy of the Week. Justin Jefferson, wide receiver oh, of the Minnesota Vikings. 22.2 points. Uh, number two overall this week for wide receivers. Seven receptions, 175 yards, and a touchdown. Um, an absolutely monster week. He's getting picked up in real fantasy. Yeah, no. He's, he's, a hot, he's the hottest pickup. Somebody might have accidentally started him in real fantasy and had a great time or some of those deeper leagues. Uh, but he was definitely started in our league, and he definitely – ruined some days yeah he um yeah he was he, he hurt you real bad this week and, and up until this point hadn't done anything so you deserved a spot in your lineup yeah. up until now drafted first uh, uh in the first round of course out of lsu so not necessarily a no name but still a no name for negative fantasy here uh so who do we got next coming up next we really do have a true who the fuck is that guy brian hill <laughs> The running back of the Atlanta Falcons, uh, a nice 15, nine carries for 58 yards with a touchdown, um, just coming out of nowhere. And and that's that 15 in the middle of your lineup is really that's going to sink you. I mean, you you want to avoid eights and nines, but a 15, yeah. that's you, you were better off starting no one. Yeah, you just leave that spot empty if you got Brian Hill out there. Fun fact about Brian Hill and. I, I, I said, who the fuck is that, when you brought him up yesterday when we were talking about this. But then when we looked him up further, he played for the Bengals. And he was actually the same number as Jeremy Hill because Mike Brown is so cheap. He just wanted to keep the Hill jerseys. So they kept Brian Hill's number 32. And I didn't remember that when I, when I thought back. But the who the fuck is that guy really did shock me. So who do we got rounding this one out? Round this one out, we have wide receiver from the Cowboys, Cedric Wilson. Now, who the fuck is that yeah, guy? Yeah, 23.2 points. He was third overall in the week. So we had a second overall, third overall of the week uh, in points. Five receptions, 107 yards, two touchdowns. A monster week oh. for him. I know he was on some lineups. He was a great play up until then. He was that fourth wide receiver yeah. in that Dallas passing game. So just getting one or two passes, he was a perfect start. And he, he really screwed you over this he week. He erased some teams this week. I mean, he was talking two points, three points, two points, 23 this week. And it's just like, just when you think you're safe, you get Dak throw, feeding, feeding Cedric Wilson for over a, a buck 07 and two TDs drafted in the sixth round a couple years ago. And they just drafted a stud. They traded for a stud in between there. And they say, you know, forget all that. My boy, Cedric Wilson going to come up. Yeah, he's a quick drop this week. You do not want any no. part of him, especially on that Cowboys offense. Now that oh, he's yeah. now that he's had a chance to shine, he um you can't have him on your team. Get you got to drop him right away. This is a drop, and this is you, you kick you kick his ass on the way out for ruining your week. So, who the fuck is that guy? Who do, who is the most of a fuck of that guy to you this week? Of the three here. I mean, I I think it's got to be Cedric Wilson, just because. Justin Jefferson had that preseason hype. You were expecting yeah. at some point he was going to come around, but um, you know Cedric Wilson, he he just hurt you, and he was a solid, solid start for so many weeks. Yeah, yeah, I, I got to agree with you again. Another kind of runaway category here in my mind, Cedric Wilson, number three overall for the week as a six rounder who had just twiddled his thumbs for three weeks, and then he got you know he got a smack on the ass. Uh, the ghost of the old Cowboys coach coming back there, I think, and then got him off, got him off the bench, and he really wrecked us. Yeah, that's yeah, that was a big, big performance. So yeah, get rid of him. So we'll talk in here into the uh, the dankest D, dankest D. So this is the the defenses that just scored the lowest. So who do we got for this? Not too many surprises on the list this week. You got the Giants po- uh, posting a solid negative four, giving up thirty six points, four hundred and twenty yards. They nice. had two 
very measly sack, so that's not going to get any points. So not surprised going up against the 49ers. You got the Saints, who played the Packers, so they put up a solid negative three. You know, gave up 37 points, 396 yards, one sack, so they didn't do anything. And then the Cowboys. The Cowboys' defense has been a great start. They're not, they're stopping yeah, no one. They are consistently bad. Right. So they they posted a negative two, 38 points, gave up 522 yards. Without those four sacks, they would have been leading the charge. They gave so. up a fucking Lincoln. Yeah, they. I mean, that's insane. It was that was a bad performance. And the Cowboys have been there all year. I mean, their defense yeah. is stopping no one. So it's no surprise to see really any of those those defenses in there. Really, uh, the only it, save of the Cowboys getting those four sacks. I know it's could have been even worse for them. These are these are defenses that you see pretty commonly throughout yeah. the league. I mean, the Saints maybe a, a bit of a surprise playing the Packers, but uh, they have some rough matchups and they're oh, they're yeah. a little banged up. So the Saints, you'll see them appear week in week out. They may be in this Dankus D for a while. Of course, Giants taking home Dankus D of the week, really getting that uh, good start. Another high draft pick in the league here takes us into the the feat of defeat which is just the award for the, the lowest-scoring kickers. Who do we got? Well, I think we've, we've talked about one, obviously, Rigoberto yeah. Sanchez. And, and yeah, that, that negative 10, negative 7, if you want to look over the scoring error, that was huge. So he led all punters in the league this week. Um, and then the other, our kicker this week, Harrison Butker. And, that yeah, I yeah. said that right. Harrison Butker for the Chiefs. Um, huge negative three this week. Yeah. I mean, Surprising. I, no one saw it coming. Yep. Uh, ruined people in you know regular fantasy, and so he's not anywhere um, in the negative fantasy landscape. Uh, not someone yeah. I would recommend starting, but you know definitely an honorable mention. Yeah, feet feet of defeat this week, that's for sure. And that's going to take us down to the the natural negatives here. So who do we got for the running backs, tight ends, the wide receivers? Oh, I love I and, love and, the and natural just negatives. Immediately and These are the, field. Oh, the natural negatives are really where. These are the people that win you your week. Yes. I mean, these because you're you're taking that five, that six points from your running back, your wide receiver, and it's a it's a natural negative. I mean, it's the most beautiful thing in all of reverse fantasy football. It truly is, truly um, is. You Darwin Thompson, running back for the Kansas City Chiefs, a negative one point seven, an absolutely phenomenal. And that's with no fumble. Phenomenal right? game, no fumble, just just negative seventeen yards. Just so so outstanding. Oh. Um, Taysom Hill, we talked about earlier, tight end for the Saints, that negative two, that that big fumble yeah a great performance by him and then tony pollard running back for the cowboys one reception negative five yards leaving him with negative 0.4 points you a great love that. a great performance only three this week you know sometimes there's more sometimes there's less but um you know just some great great performances people you want to keep your eye on um i mean these are these are hot starts you're not going to find them on the waiver wire they're they're in people's lineups um but you know always keep an eye out you know i love tony pollard stats like this where they bring him in for one play they throw him the ball five yards in the backfield he gets blown up immediately and they're like how about you get the fuck out of here yeah, you know it's there's no way that was his fault that's a screen that wasn't set up yeah he's a tony pollard the meat wagon they bring him in to just be a body bag and they get him off the field immediately yeah those backup running backs those are who you want to target i mean they get in there for that one play and then they, you know, don't do well because they haven't been running all game. That's, gosh, you can't do any better than that. Oh, man, a guy who's probably in there only to pass protect, but he slips out and then does worse than a sack oh, anyway. Oh, it's just fantastic. you got to feel good about gotta that. got to love the natural negatives. My, just my favorite. Warms okay. my heart. Now, here, here into my favorite category, we got the worst of the best. Worst of the best. So players that are getting started in real fantasy, these are some high hitters and who just – did nothing. I mean, you already know these players because your friends are bitching about them. 
oh, this guy did nothing for me. I started him. Why did you tell me to start this guy? Who do we have for worst of the best this week, Michael? Worst of the best, we have, I mean, we had some outstanding performances. Matt Ryan, yeah, Matt Ryan, quarterback of the Falcons, 1.02 reverse fantasy points. Now, you got to factor in those incompletions. So he had 19 incompletions, went 19 to 38. That's going to br- that's gonna drop your 50%. score. Percenter. Yeah, it's not a good outing for Matt Ryan playing those Bears. Um, <laughs> he only had 238 yards, a, a one touchdown, one interception. So he didn't have the yards to save him this week, didn't have the touchdowns. Um, a bad performance from Matt Ryan. Um, and, you know, definitely not anyone who you were starting reverse fantasy. Um, so a big performance from him. Harrison Butker, we already talked about that negative three the kicker on oh. the Chiefs. I mean, no one saw that coming. I started him. Yeah, it's, he fantasy. hurt a lot of people. And, and I started this next player coming up, Julian Edelman, wide receiver for the Patriots, 2.5 after his monster week last oh. week, looking so good. Tons mm-hmm. of receptions, tons he made of yards. Us. Yeah, he did. He did. He, he fooled everyone and just... I think he had his personal he was dropped. Best. He was dropped in all negative fantasy lineups after yeah. that point game, and guess what? Pick him back up. Yeah, pick him back up. He, he's going to have a promising year, I think. Yeah. Um, and this one really, really surprised me. Darren Waller, How? tight end of the Raiders, 1.1 points. It went in there, played the Patriots, and Bill Belichick said, you're not going to pass to him. Yes. You are going to win some other way, and they didn't win, and they, <laughs> they certainly didn't pass to Darren Waller. Yeah. 1.1. Yeah, now these, these are this is a tight race to me. Definitely the tightest race so far. Right, I would agree. Um, who do you got here for worst of the best? Who 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 just breaks your heart? Who who is the most shocking to you? I think Darren Waller to me is the most shocking because I know where you had to draft him to get him on your team. Matt Ryan's that streaming quarterback. You can get him late in the drafts, but Darren Waller, you had to you kind of had to go up for him. He had a promising year last year, so you had to go up and get Darren Waller. And he's been successful. Last week, I think he he had you know something like 10, 11 receptions. He just he caught the ball every time it was thrown his way, and to come out and get one point one is just a terrible week. I think Darren Waller hurt people the most. Yeah, I got it's it's true. I, I would give it. I mean, that's a disappointing performance. But I would say that in a, in a normal fantasy football league, you're thinking sometimes tight ends just bomb. Sometimes they just don't. They get locked down. There's a good linebacker, yeah. or, or they they game plan around them. You can't really game plan around the quarterback position. I mean, if they're good, they're going to put up numbers. Matt Ryan is a good quarterback. He's a former MVP. And even when he's not been an MVP, he still has volume stats. Yeah, He's still yeah. throwing for 400 yards. He's still throwing for TDs. The Falcons have put up points despite the heartbreak this year. So to me, I think the worst is the best. Got to give it to the, the former MVP, Matty Ice, without 1.02 from a quarterback you would never consider. No. Never consider no, starting and in a don't, And fantasy. don't see this and be like, oh, Matt Ryan's on the waiver wire. I'm going to go pick yeah, him this up. This ain't no Carson Wentz no, situation. No, no, no. no. You, you need to leave him on the on the waiver wire. Go go pick up a Brett Ripken or someone. Get a, He's, yeah. Yeah. Get he, a Cal Ripken Jr. Get a get a Carson Wentz, maybe. Yeah. The, Matt Ryan's going to stay out there. He, he, you can't expect too many games like this. Right? Absolutely. I mean, uh an just, interesting week for sure. And we disagree a little players. bit there, but I mean, both both great candidates for worst of the best. Worst of the best, man. Very and deserving. I guess once you start seeing these names on there a few times, you, we got to take them off the that's category. Right, that's maybe, right. Maybe they belong in a different award here, right? 
I'll take us down into uh, wrapping up the podcast here with the, with the game of the week. So the game of the week, we're gonna, we're talking a little bit about what what's coming up, what's on the hot slate here. We've already had one. Game oh of the my week. It was gosh! Truly, I mean, it was truly the game of the, the week. The Broncos at the Jets. It's all you can dream about. I mean, every everyone has players in this matchup. I mean, you if you don't have a player for the Broncos and Jets, you need to go get one. Yeah. Um, they are those teams are so bad, and they're not getting any better. And a really, plethora of, of scrubs. Oh my gosh! To, so many people. They're interchanging people all the time. And even their stars were going to post under 10. You got Frank Gore out there. He's not going to post 10. And you got backup quarterbacks you can get in there on oh, both yeah. teams. Um, I mean, the Broncos and Jets is a dream, dream reverse fantasy matchup. Yeah, a um, lot of fun to watch last night. And uh, we'll be talking about my boy, I think, uh, Tim Parker. <laughs> I think next so. Next week. And we'll, we'll what, delve into how bad that hurt. What a performance. <laughs> that, what a performance. If you're saying who the fuck is that, well, you're right. Yeah. And you'll we'll, we'll hear it next week. Yeah, on, a little on hint for next here. week. Um, other games of note, we have the Vikings and Texans. Um, very unusual. Both these teams winless at this point, giving up tons of points. People definitely underperforming. So, you know, watch this one because someone's got to win. And, and I know you've started defenses. You started head coach from these teams. These are teams that have done well for you. Um, you know, both teams trying to rebound, trying to save their season at this point. So, yeah. you know, big game of the week. Yeah. An honorable mention here. We got the, the Jags at uh, at my Bengals, and you know, I, I definitely got some players that are they're going to be on these lineups. And uh, but you know, I, I think I give the game of the week that's left to, to the Vikings at Texans, just because they are both zero and three. Right. Uh, Jags at Bengals. You, you feel like there might be a defense that gets stomped in there, and there's going to be one quarterback that overperforms. Right, you got so. some gunslingers there. It could be a shootout. You know, there could yeah. be some points there. Minshew and Burrow have been slinging it all season, so yeah. there could be some high points there. But you know, the Vikings and Texans, I don't think that's going to disappoint. No, absolutely not. So uh, we'll we'll check in on those games of the week next week when we round it out. Thanks everyone here for joining the Reverse Fantasy Football Podcast, and we will see all of our watchers next week. <laughs>